This is Boat Crew RPG with The Learning Curve. So, I'll say as the day ends, you you've all, you know, you done your work at the hospital, done your uh gone a job hunt for Jennifer and just been plotting and scheming for Tony. So you all head back and you know, things just go quietly. And then I'll say it's at night. All three of you get woken up by your work phones. Uh, they like start making like a little buzzing and alarm sounds. At, yep. least, to- full at attention. least Tony will go ahead. What did you say? I said, yeah, that's got my full attention. Yeah, I was going to say Tony probably at least looks at it. Yeah, I imagine Jen, because she's been kind of high strung, jolts awake and starts scrambling to grab the phone. So you see on it, you see urgent message. You see theft at theft of critical supplies for the reality anchor must be found immediately. And all three of you, actually, I'll say that, you know, Alicia and Jennifer, you, you know more than Tony, really. That's not a good thing because you you both know that the, the reality anchors are pretty much what c- keeps things like the lindworm away from the city. Tony, you, you vaguely know because you like you've been taught that like, just because it's just common knowledge, but you don't really like fully grasp that. Jen's heart starts like pounding really hard because the very thing that she's trying to avoid thinking about is now at the forefront of her mind. Um, she's thinking back to the incident and the things that they faced. And she understands that if they don't complete this mission, what they faced will kind of be just a sliver of what's coming. So she immediately like jolts out of bed and like literally runs to Alicia's room to knock and make sure that she saw the the message. And Alicia is basically already awkwardly getting in uniform. He kind of like cracks the door open a little bit as she's like pulling on a glove with her teeth with one hand and adjusting like the utility belt with the other and says something like through the clenched teeth of like yeah i'll I'll get tony and she goes and knocks on tony's door and say hey tone we got a message we we gotta we gotta roll first of all it's tony and second of all working on it she just kind of groans and like runs back to her room to get herself suited up. So like the uh the your work phones give you like a rendezvous at this location. There you go. Yeah, we suit up and we head out. Absolutely. So yeah, you guys head out and you know it's pitch black outside. I'd say it's you know, a little bit it's you know it's past midnight. And even so, like you you definitely tell like there's like you know, there's like movement as like you'll see like p- patrol cars suddenly just start swarming the streets. You think you see like you know people moving and like around across the rooftops. You 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 think you definitely, you definitely notice like at once that there's the, someone silhouetted against the moonlight, flying around in the sky. So you you head to the destination and it looks like all the heroes are there. You see you see the night guard. You see you know all the members of Gatewatch. The gatekeepers, and you you see the uh, scouts, you know, in their cost in their out in their costumes. Every, everyone's there. Please say we're not the last ones to show up. Uh, 
give me a roll for that. I'll say roll plus your freak. I'll if you you can. I will allow either separate or if you want to pull your team all the or one up to you guys. If you can spend team, but you have to make one roll for it. I don't know. I don't think this is worth spending a team on. No, I think there will be more. If it does come to a fight, there will be more beneficial things to spend it on. Yeah. All right, then roll. The, give me a roll plus your freak to see just how fast you get there. All right. Um, Tony's probably our fastest. I rolled an eight plus my freak and nine. All right, so yeah, you 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 know you like you basically you basically like you you're just running downhill the whole time because of your gravity powers. You like zip zap around, so you're moving faster than a normal person should be able to. What does Tony get? Tony got a ten overall. All right, so yeah, you, you know, you're just like bleeping off buildings, you know, doing your full cat thing. Just you're basically like pinballing your way all the way to the uh, rendezvous point. Seven. So you're, you're you still make it in time, but you're definitely the slowest out of all three of you because you you like. You like put some uh, like friction thing on your shoes to help you like sort of s- skate along rather than just having to run all the way. Pretty much, Alicia doesn't have something to magically speed her up even as alchemy. She's thinking right now that maybe she's got to start saving for like a motorcycle or a cheap car or something at this point, unless the city can provide in the future. Or maybe a dark part of your head thinks maybe you should think of some kind of you know more permanent alterations to for you. Faster, you know, faster muscles. Maybe some augmentations, or just even suit speeding up things. And then, uh, 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 yeah, something. no, a part that sounds a bit like your parents go. Oh, yeah, maybe you should j- just make something more permanent, something that you could always have on you, something to make you always safer. Yeah, that part's there. She gives it a solid glare because she doesn't have time for that right now, and gets ready to hear whatever they got to say about. Reality anchors and oh no, there are bigger things than even her ego going on. All right, so once you all gather there, you know everyone's you know, there's mutterings all over the place, and I'll say you like you guys go stand by the scouts, and you know the night guard you know raises his hands like, all right everyone, here's here's what here's what happened. I can't go into too many specifics because the details of the reality anchors that's very highly guarded stuff and. You know, the less people who know about it, the less people can mess it up. But here's what I can tell you: there is a there was a lab that produces a certain uh, substance that we, is necessary for the operation of the reality anchor. About an hour ago, it was broken into, and some ingredients that are necessary were stolen. Now we all we already put in a. A notice to the closest cities, and we should be getting some uh, fresh supplies within a couple of days. However, that's not the, the, the important thing. Is that someone broke into the facility in the first place, and they stole? That cannot be allowed. All right. Now, I need to stress something on you. Like th- this is the rule that if we do not allow this to happen, if someone messes with the rally anchors, that could kill the entire city. So, what I want to happen is that we need to find out who stole it, and if we can, recover what was stolen. Now, I would like to organize a bit of a search. We're going to go through this methodical, but don't, all right, don't, if anyone asks, just let, just tell them that there was something very valuable stolen. Say some, uh, I don't know, say, say, 
some important documents from the mayor's office were stolen or something. Just don't let them know the real reason. We don't want people worrying more than they need to. It won't worrying won't really help if it worse comes to worse. Understand, everyone? Yes, sir. How can he's gonna raise a hand? What is it? it? Is the substance going to be dangerous to any of us transporting it back or volatile? Assuming that someone can recover it, we don't want it to become useless or that person to get hurt doing so. It, it, it should be in a secure container currently. If, if you we, you would notice, we would notice if it had been a breach. So if you can recover it, and it should already be in a secure container, don't get exposed to it, or it, it will do some damage to you. You see, the night guard like he hesitates for a moment, then he adds. Also, for those younger, you might not know this, but the substance can mess with your powers, as in temporarily block them, suppress them, or even mutate them somehow. So try not. So keep, make if if you cannot secure it in its container, do not approach it. Secure the secure location and let other people know, and we can send them the proper uh, proper uh, protocols and proper uh, hazmat precautions. Then nods as though she's going to assume it's different from her normal stuff. All right. Now, uh, now I want okay. You two, you guys will go here. You guys will go here. It turns to your group. All right. So the three of you. Uh, where, where, where do I put you? Have that, that. Okay. There's a. I'm gonna send you here. There's a. We need, to, we need to get in contact with Prospero tonight. He's not answering my calls, bastard. Well, so we need to go to him. He, he's a smuggler, I guess you could say. A bit of a, a new third party, neutral party. If if anyone knows anything about, you know, getting the smuggling and stuff out of the city, he'll know. All right, so you head head over to this location. It's 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 a, uh, it's not in the water district, underwater district, but it's close to it. It's still on land. Water. All right, and if he gives you any trouble, then you just tell him I sent you. Okay, that should help. All right, now go and keep in contact if you find it. Let us let everyone know if you find anything. Can do. All right, so then he heads off, and so. So, what's going through all three of your heads as you start heading off to the, head off to like the beachfront-ish area? So, I hadn't asked about that stuff. We probably wouldn't have paid attention if the container was broken as much as we should. I understand operational security, but there's also operational um, precautions. They're really in a rush of worry if they're Forgetting that part too, we might not have as much of the supply as um, we should, even if it's sort of the offline. And uh, she will actually say that one kind of out loud as they're heading out to the others. Jen kind of is very thankful again for Alicia thinking about the safety of it because she too would have just grabbed the container, not thinking of anything. Um, She's very nervous about the idea. I mean, she still has her condition, so she's she's still very afraid um, of what would happen to her powers if they became unstable. It's not so much being caught without powers, but what harm her powers could do if they were uncontrollable. Um, 
and she's kind of thankful in a way that they were sent out to just find somebody like maybe they'll just be so focused on finding Prospero that they won't really run into any problems or be near the container, etc. Tony is mostly thinking about that their sleep is interrupted. Um, but also like this sounds like so big. Are we ready for that yet? Oh, apparently we are. Uh oh well. So yeah, all three of you are a bit nervous as you head on out. I will say, give if you want to give me a uh like a just just a straight roll, just to see if you guys like if the name Prospero rings any bells for you guys. Eleven for me. Eight. Also eleven. All right. So with elevens, Jen- uh, Jennifer and Alicia, you both remember. Oh yeah, that guy who's he was you know one of the founding members of the Gatekeepers, like the one of the old, original like superhero team members back in like uh, the silver the second generation. And then you think like you know, like you remember you like when you t- went to the museum a while ago like. It mentioned that you know, he sort of just left, but you, you didn't, they didn't really go into details in the museum. I believe I also have something mentioned about him in my parents' notes, because that is my wonderful little note file from them. Yes. Where he will offer services, especially financial ones, for the right, right price. It probably also includes some information ones. All right, so you, you head on to the city, and like I said, it's it's dark outside, and you you see again. You see a lot of patrol cars just out of just wandering the streets, just run, you know, just driving around, and it's very quiet. Like you, you, you haven't spent too much time out in the middle of the night, but you know, like so there is usually some kind of activity. But tonight, it is dead quiet, aside from the, you know, the car, the patrol cars. It seems you know some kind of word has gotten out that you know people. It's like a bit of a lockdown is going on right now. Yeah, that feels very eerie, and that only serves to make Jen a little bit more afraid. All right, so you finally head to the location, and you have to sort of dip and dive through some alleyways, and then you finally find a big reinforced steel door, one of those like sliding, uh, 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 what do you call it? What do you call it? Like, the little, little sliding like face gate. Does it have like a security pad beside it, or a call button, or anything like that? No. All right. Uh, camera. There is one. Alki will walk up very visibly and wave to the camera with apparently Tony also waving to it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Alchemy's wave is a little less over-enthusiastic, probably, but that's just the difference between the two of them. Yeah, and... so one one is very politely waving and one is over-enthusiastically waving. And then a firm but not trying to smash the door down, knock on the door, just in case no one's looking at the screen at the moment. The little the face gate slides open and like it looks like a like a selfie stick with a cat with a with a camera on the end that comes out. We're here to talk to Prospero. Like pans to you, pans over, pans back, retreats. You hear you think you hear footsteps walking away somewhere. The slot closed behind it, I'm guessing. Yep. Thought so. He's gonna look back and forth the other thing say. Okay, um, this is a lot of caution, so let's be a lot of flight. And then, so you're waiting out for like, it feels like a couple of minutes, and then you hear footsteps come back, and the, the thing, the face thing slides open. What do you want? The night guard said that we probably should talk to you. We're looking for something that's been stolen and very much shouldn't be. 
it's he, not a matter like of a, greed or pride kind of thing. There's a bit there's a bit of a pause and the, the face th- slash shut slam shut. Another minute passes, then you hear a, like a clank as something unlocks as the and the door slides down. The whole steel door slides down. Alright. Uh you see a guy, he's got some kind of power or armor on, but you can't we can't really see much else. It's it looks antil-ish, but like it's definitely far less insect stained. You think like you, you might you think you vaguely recognize it's like it looks a bit like your parents' handiwork, but it's you know like like one of their like way older than anything they they made in your recent memory. This is looking like something that well, contact tells me you would have known my grandfather anyway. Yeah. So the the guy in the and the armor just like follow me and keep your hands to yourselves. Makes it makes a point to point at Tony. Tony makes a point of putting their hands behind their back. And the tail tucked in. The tail is always... How did you know I have a tail? And Tony immediately also slivers the tail in the pant leg. Just the, the the thing just taps to the side of the head. And then it's like, follow me. You head inside and the door slams shut behind you. It's dark for a moment, then lights kick on. And the guy in the armor takes you down like a... Like a, like a almost like a ramp, like a concrete ramp. And you walk into it almost. You descend to what looks seems like some kind of bunker. It's a lot of concrete, a lot of you know stark bare walls. You know, string, string of lights up in the ceiling. You pass by a few like a uh, few doors that are shut and you know very heavily fortified. You know, metal. You see like you know electronic keypads. You think one seems to be like vibrating in its spot a little bit, but you're not sure. And then as you get deeper in, you see like one door, it's, it's just iron bars, and looking behind it, you see a whole like a whole room full of, just looks like bits of just stuff. Look like bits of armor, bits of, you think you see jars with like preserved monster bits. Like, Alicia, you definitely recognize like, you know, like one of them has like an arm of like one of the monsters that you tried to bring back. It's in like in a jar. Keep moving. Sorry, but she does keep her hands to herself. I am uncomfortable. This is scary. Finally, the uh, the man in the armor just brings it to like a nice, like wooden door with all kinds of uh, symbols engraved on it. You think you see like things of wind, maybe a couple of mermaids on it. It opens it opens the door very gently. There's an old man sitting on a desk, waiting for you guys. He's he's, he's looks like he's in you know sixties, seventies, maybe even older. You're not sure. You know, snow white hair, bit of a beard, a smallish beard, got like one of those uh, fancy like a uh, golden masquerade masks on his face. Come in. I th- I think Tony walks into the door, followed by everyone, and immediately says, "Hi, I'm Tony." How uh, he looks over at them like didn't you miss part of that name kind of look i mean catroni jen just slides a hand down her face like oh that was legit a urine mistake but uh let's keep it in <laughs> so the old, old man he's just looking through some papers like hmm sorry kids get dumber every single year he like writes something down all right 
puts away a pen. So, the old uh, spooky boy sent you in to talk to me, huh? Yeah, he thought you were the best resource we could probably talk to about that which is going to be him. Ah, I see you referring to the uh, oh, the uh, unknown chemicals. Right. And, well, as you can guess, ever since the, the very brief amount of time we've been aware that it's been missing has only been compounded with the very certain knowledge we have that shortages and losses in that would be very bad for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well... Continuing, I always think that well, spooky boy is a bit of a worry wart. I, I, I trust me, I've run the calculations myself. If we if we run out of that stuff, we should be good for another week. And I tr- and I know my business, and well, can't really say I blame them. It is quite uh, be quite uh, unfortunate if that reality anchor did fail. So he sent you younglings to ask me about if I know anything. Yeah, from what we were told, you were somewhat of a knowledgeable person on things that may or may not go missing. Indeed I am. I know a lot of things. He leaned in slightly. Ah, got quite the interesting collection in my in my office tonight. Gotta tell you, uh, he looks at, looks at alchemy. You know, your dad is quite irritated with you. I'd say both your fathers are irritated at you. Looks at the old Redeemer and uh, Alchemy. Jen's stomach audibly makes a grumbling sound because she's that nervous. Well, I'm pretty sure my grandfather would be pretty proud of me. I'd say he would. He was always sappy like that. He smiles a bit, hoping that the ice just cracked a little bit if it didn't break. So, let me tell you what I know. I don't know that much. We heard some uh, news that there was some kind of job being pulled tonight, but they didn't come to me. And that that in its own self usually tells me they're doing something I wouldn't approve of. And this is definitely something I wouldn't approve of. Then I have to ask myself, who would do things I wouldn't approve of? That list eh, is bigger than, I, bigger than I would like, but people who who could do this, that's somewhat shorter. Now, I could give it to you, but why don't I, why don't I take this as a teaching, as a learning opportunity for you kids? You, school's back up again, isn't it? Yeah, but does every little thing need to remind us of school? Child, you don't know how important school is until you spent last 15 years making, teaching people who never went to school how to do things. It is infuriating. So le- let me offer you some advice. Go to school. It helps. Jen kind of scoffs and says, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to use pre-calc at some point in my life. And I do go to school. I just don't want school outside of school. I'm pretty sure that a lot of the stuff that you aren't sure what's going to be useful is definitely useful. You really got to get through your advanced stuff and then you're going to be very glad that you did. <sighs> oh, is this, but, um, is, this, is this always how it turns out? I was like, oh, no, don't just learn, learn the school. Don't, don't do that. Oh, anyway, I finally understand what my father went through. Oh, but that was, oh, well, I'm getting old. I'm getting ahead of myself. So, okay. so uh, th- think of it like this. 
here's here's a lesson that was very practical for everyday life. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So, you give me some info, I'll give you some info. If I think it's worth, you give me, you let me know whatever you think. Anything you know. If it's worth my, if, if I think it's worth it, I'll give you, I'll tell you the people who might have done this. Jen looks confused. Like, what could we possibly know that you already don't? And if you don't think it's worth it, will you give us something else in fair trade? I'll give you something in fair trade, but now remember, I usually should think about this better. You see, you have to approach it like this. I have all the power in this scenario. However, you should also try to think, oh, wait, this, since you, I, I'm willing to bet that all the heroes are in a bit of a tizzy over this, that you should be able to try to leverage that against me. I think you have 85% of the power, not all of it. For one reason, you already told us that we probably know some stuff that you don't, and you're willing to trade for it. If we knew nothing of value to you, then we'd have nothing but whatever you asked us to do. Not horrible. So? So, I can tell you something that you might not have heard. I know that you've got at least access enough to know how my father is doing within his containment. I can tell you that my mother was backing some of them with the handheld activity that just happened the other week on the rocks. Hmm. It's slightly, it's just a confirmation, but it's not really too much of a surprise. After all, if her only, if their only son was involved with the anthill, I highly doubt Mummy Dearest would be willing to let leash off enough for him to do that without her knowledge. No, and it's, you therefore would already know that she pretty much declared a potential personal vendetta and war against me over the whole thing. Oh, that would, interesting. That's just logic there. Well, hmm. That could be a thing. Something to take care of. Um, vendetta. Alright. I get to something. Not quite enough. How about the other two? Jen just kind of shrugs and says, I don't know how much interest you have in my dad, but I can offer you the names of some of his more hidden puppets in the system that uh, are kind of like his little spies. Give me five of them, and I'd say that's about mostly enough. Anything anything on top? Uh, looks Jen, over at Tony. Jen looks at him and says, five? I think that's uh, a very gracious number that you're looking for. How about three? Four. If he knows, if he gets, if you get three or more, he'll know they came from me because who else would have that information? I'm not risking myself. Three. Give me four and I'll toss in something just for you as a bonus. I'll give you three and one of his main suppliers that could hurt his cash flow. How about that? Mm-hmm. First, last names, even addresses if you want them. Deal. She leans over and says, give me pen and paper. He just snaps his fingers. And I think of like a pen and paper just float over to you. Uh, she uses her left hand on purpose because it's not her main writing hand to write the name so it doesn't look like her handwriting. And she slides it back. We're going to find the trip. Your writing is atrocious. And just to think, I don't even know cursive. Then turn, finally, Prospero turns to Tony. And for you? Well, the other guy already scanned the hell out of me because otherwise he could not know that I have a tail. So you already have that. Yes. And 
I'm asking you to tell me information I might not know, not to tell me what I I already know. No, I think you you already got information that you did not know before we walked in here. Also, I did not consent to that. Yeah, kind of walked into his house after seeing that he had a security system. I didn't know he had body scanners. Okay, fine. I can give you five back spikes. Hmm. May I see one? Tony pops their shoulder so that just one round in the top right corner comes out. So, okay, so you hand it over and he looks at it and like, hmm. He tests, like, puts, puts out puts out a thing of metal, tests how sharp it is on the metal. Hmm. Not terrible. Make it A10 and we have a deal. Tony thinks about what Jennifer did and says, six. Eight. Six. Eight. Seven? Leans forward. Eight. Nine. Just leans over and says, you need eight. Well, Tony just said nine (laughs) as you leaned over because Tony is historically bad at counting. He's like, deal. Nine. Okay, nine. Another snap of the fingers and a little case like floats over towards Tony. Just deposits them in there. Tony will kneel in front of the of of the chest because Tony's a little bit petty at this moment. Flexes and there's just nine shot into the chest, not in the way that this guy intended. Like, hmm, petulant. Adding that down, writes that down, snaps his finger again, and the chest, you know, floats away. All right, so. Currently, my the, at the top of the list, my suspects, they're uh, the truth, I'd say, are the ones doing the most egregious uh, acti- works of activity. They, I've, well, some of their more extreme members seem to think that, uh, that if you know, we break down the reality of anchors and bring in, let in the, uh, the scars, like the Lynn worm, then they can pr- show off, oh, look. Here, all the superpowers can fight off these beasts all by themselves. We don't need the technology. Now, however, that's a that is a faction with sub faction, not the entirety of the truth. So, I don't. I, I must say, I don't quite know the that all the members. I do, I do know they exist, and I can give you a direction if you go here. Like there is one. I guess you could call him a preacher. He, they prophesize a lot of the uh, more radical ideas. Now, less likely is that there's this newcomer, Tenebrae, pop, pop, popped up, wears a mask, seems to tele- can teleport. Could be him, but since he's new on the th- field, so it could be uh, an upstart getting way too deep in on themselves. But that seem I think they've been around Dartboard enough that they're tempered by his by Dartboard's experience, so I I doubt that, but it, it is a possibility. And of course, I have to admit, there's always a third possibility: that it's someone who snuck into town without me knowing. I doubt it, but it, it has happened before. I must admit, I am not all knowing, much as I would like otherwise. I can tell you a little more about Tenebrae if you call that. A bit of a card for next time we need something important. No, 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 you made a flaw there. You need to drop a hint that you know, but don't confirm that you know till later on, because now I'm interested and now I know I can pry you from you. 
prior from you. Yeah, you need to leave some ambiguity so I'm interested, but I don't know for certain. You need to draw me in. Well, free advice, at least. Yes. So I'll keep you on tap if I ever need to get more into that. Here's my card. Another snap of the fingers and a card pops up out of his desk and comes over to you. At this point, I think Alicia does have that private number that we've been mentioning for their work, so she will hand that back and hand that over for him. No, 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 keep it. It it helps speed things. It helps get helps set up a meeting much faster. No, I meant she'll hand her number over. Oh. Like, write it down on a piece of paper herself. If he wants to get in contact more easily. Oh, I'll consider it. Usually I have to remind people to do that. I can learn by example. Excellent. Well, that is our business conducted. If you'll please exit to follow my assistant out. Oh, by the way, I will, I have not forgotten. I will allow you, turns to looks at Jennifer, you will have, can, you can take one small item within reason. Jennifer looks kind of excited and starts looking around at all the stuff he's got to see if anything kind of catches her eye. Uh, you see a few trinkets. You th- you think you see like, like one thing that immediately catches your eye is like a looks like a looks like a little statue of like a jawbone. Do I recognize if it's an animal jawbone or like a creature jawbone? It's it's shaped like a human, but it's like it's clearly a statue. Hmm. It's like, but it's 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 smaller than an actual sized jawbone, so it's like a miniature version. Uh, she picks it up, shows the guy, and says, "Is this anything more than a paperweight?" Well, yes, actually, that is a cast. Well, it was, I couldn't actually get my hands on the original, but that is a, uh, a a recreation of the actual jawbone of the silver tongue himself. Jen puts it down, looks at uh, Alchemy, and says, "Hey, uh, you know more about stuff than I do. Anything here you think we should take?" I will. I will say like a. Uh, like both, like I would say, Jennifer and Alicia, you both sort of know that if you have like the job of the Silver Tongue, that that, that was a very big, influential uh, member of the truth who was a very, very radical back in the day. So, among certain circles, it is kind of a like a symbol of like a oh yeah, oh yeah, we're, we're part of the more ex- we're you know you're part of the right crowds in certain within the truth. Actually, that's not actually a bad thing to consider about that. Jen picks up the jawbone again and says, all right, looks like we're taking the teeth. Interesting choice. Certainly could be useful considering who you're looking at. Just keep, just be careful who you show that off to. Uh, depending upon, it, it, it's very uh, frowned upon in most circles. She just kind of goes like, okay, guy, um, I'll take your word for it. Thanks for the teeth. Do enjoy screwing my dad over. Smiles at that. Well, I, I respect uh, spite when I see it. She kind of gives him a wink and like finger guns. Please don't do that. She says noted and just puts her hands down. It's funny until you see someone who actually can do that. Do what? It makes a finger gun. And then she kind of like stops smiling immediately and says, got it. All right. Now please see yourselves out. 
as much as thrilling as exciting as it is to make sure the next generation is properly educated, I do have business to conduct. Nice to have business with you. And she kind of turns around and is walking away. She's kind of throwing the jawbone from one hand to the other. I might put that in my bag for you before we got out on the street. All right, sure. And she like turns around and tosses it at Alchemy. And Alchemy, it seems to be the only one who has a bag that can carry something, so she'll transport it until Kidney can figure out where she wants to stow it for the time being. All right, so all three so what do you three what do you report back? We'll report back that we've been able to get information that you might have been interested in this specifically through that creature. All right. Uh, did we get more than he was called the preacher or something like that? Uh, no, he he just called that for shorthand. Uh, I will say, it, it's like he would have a, given us enough information to be useful. Yeah, he he did give you a name. It was like Ronaldo, uh, Afieri. I am definitely writing that down because that's not a last name that would have seen in my head. Yeah, it's A F I E R I. A F I E R I. Yep. Okay. Great. So what do you do? What do you guys do now? We'll pass that on. We're going to have to try and figure out where we might find Ronaldo, unless they say that they got someone else near his haunts. And Alicia will say, "Not surprised that it wasn't the architect. It's, this would have screwed him over way too much. I've actually gotten that part of the truth involved." This is assuming the guy actually gave us good intel. He's been around a long time since my grandfather's time. He's not known for lying. Can't lie when you're an information rich. Then no one wants to buy your stuff. True. And I guess it does screw everyone if the city goes down. Yeah, but I still feel like he got more out of that than we did. Let's see what we get on Ronaldo. And I'm going to assume that there's one other reason that there could have been someone taking the stuff. What if they felt like they needed to make their own paper somewhere else? A much smaller area would be able to go for a long time on seeing the amount that the city needs for the week. Like, say, expecting a building or a lab or something. So, yeah, you have, there's all kinds of possibilities for this. So, I'll say, you know, you you go head over to where, like, the where Ronaldo has been said to hang out, but it's it's middle of the night, so there's no one really out and about. I think Ronaldo ran into this much more than the time at the mall, I think you mentioned. Once or Sorry, could you repeat that? You're a bit quiet. Uh, have you ever been granted that the truth much beyond that one time at the mall? I remember Tony. Hey, Tony, you said something about pamphlets one time. I was the one that? that had pamphlets with, uh, well, I was out with Rebecca. Yeah, and then, 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 then the woman rolled up and talked to the athletic group who also gave out stuff to Tony. You'd be able to recognize them. If we ran into them because, you know, we find someone lower down, you can get connection to where someone higher up is, if nothing else. I, I might be able to smell it on them, but that's about it. But All didn't, right. didn't, did Nightguard respond to us giving that name? All right. So yeah, he, he, Nightguard responded, keep it, keep an eye on it. We have other leads we are pursuing. Ah, okay. All right, so the night passes, and you know nothing really happens. And all th- so, uh, I'm curious, at what point do you guys do, do you guys stay up the whole night, or do you guys try to get some sleep? Sleep good, must sleep. I think 
at least yeah, Tony a school will, night. Yeah, like at, after about half an hour or an hour of not anything happening, Tony will turn to the other two and say, "So, um, how long are we going to stay out for? I I need sleep." The chatter of all raising a small amount of chat will be made on the officials. And uh, we will look at the work phones and see if people are basically just saying nothing at the moment and things like that. I will say, like, you do see, like, there are a few messages, like, especially from the night guard, who say, like, uh, you know, found lead, leads out, heads outside of city, investigating. Jen will respond to Tony and say, like, how can you think about sleep at a time like this? The whole city could crumble. About a week. But yeah. That doesn't make it less important. That just means Tony will not function very well sleep deprived. You know how many hours it kind of sleeps down today? But lucky that Tony's down for like seven. She kind of shrugs a little and says, I guess we do need sleep. We do have school. It's just. I don't know that I can even sleep knowing that this is happening, you know? I don't know how you guys aren't racked with anxiety right now. It is the anxiety that makes it possible to sleep. She, she kind of looks at Tony like, that's not how this works. Um, and says, and well... We'll say, well, if you remember that I grew up in a military base effect slash search laboratory effectively surrounded by armies of forced soldiers. She just kind of shrugs and says, um, yeah, sleep sounds good, I guess. Not like we really have a choice in school. We can't just go missing. That's pretty obvious. So I guess, yeah, I guess we're going to turn in. It looks like the night guard's onto something and, you know, probably by the time we wake up, this may all be over. Maybe he will have found the guy. I can get away with a few less hours than Tony, but he still shouldn't pushing ourselves further than we can do and still be useful on the other side. Alright, so the three of you head back, you catch a few more hours of sleep, you're still tired when you all wake up the next morning. And I'll say, like, you know, you, you like check the news things, updates, and check your work phones, and there's still like, you know, the, the public, as far as I know, like something was stolen, and there's a big search for it, but you know, they don't, the official word hasn't gone out yet. So the you know you like you know, people are talking, but there's you know it's mostly normal. And as for the work phones, you see you know still it's like you know they're still looking. There's like this found something outside beyond the wall uh, beyond the city, but there's it's still taking time to investigate. So when you see Helen at school, theoretically, ask if they've had any luck and compare notes. All right, I think we'll get to that next time. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.